All right. What is going on, baby? Week three or two? What is it? Four? I think this is four. Yeah, this is four. What's going on? Welcome back. What the fuck going on, bro? We back again. We are the problem podcast. We got a bio link now, bro. We got a bio bio link. Link it up. There's one link you can just send to everybody. So that speech is on our YouTube description now. It is on our Instagram description now. It is everywhere where you need a link for us. It's right there. So there you go. Go click that bio link. Follow us wherever we are. And uh, Tony, tell them what they can do with the uh, the subscribe button. Um, you know, just give it a little, a little love tap, you know, just tap it, give it a nice little, you know, a little, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And love, love that tap. Love that like button. Give it a nice and little that, tappy and tap. And that bell over there, show us some love too. Let it know hey. that is, that the, see the subscribe button has always got all the love for all the years, Tony. It's yeah. always been a subscribe button. But then when the bell came along, YouTubers were complaining, oh, it's another button. Now we got to do get this button too to come up. Like, it's wild. And so the, the bell got so neglected. You know, people just didn't want to fuck with the bell. But the bell just wanted to do its job. It just came here. It's new. Show it some love, man. Let them know that. Look, man, I get it. You're new and you're trying your best. We appreciate the love. So... Here we go. We're going to jump right into it today. So, yes. Tell them what we're going to be talking about. Start this shit right off. So, Tony, I, I, I understand that in America, right? You got America. what they call like normal, right? Whatever your definition of that may be, right? Now, for some reason, when it comes to people with disabilities, however. It's like they have their own section of society they seem to be put into, and they're not given the same opportunities and or privileges because of such. You know? Yeah. Because it's like, if you think about the way a lot of the world is structured, I got, when I got on the train the other day, um, I realized that the, the steps to get on the train are just steps. You know what I mean? I never see, you know what I mean? Like a ramp or nothing like that. Maybe they do have one and I'm just ignorant to the fact because they never have to do it, but I don't see it. I don't see it readily. Yeah. I'll see a sticker saying nowhere that, you know, it's accessible. So You I'm see some do. Some have ramps and there are some stations that have elevator or yeah, elevators, but yeah. far in between. Because so if you're off at one stop and but two stops later, that one has your elevator. Well, what the hell are you going to do to get to where your home is? You know? Right. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like now, if you want a job, you got to make it local. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. And also, then- did you know? Did you know this? I don't know if you knew this or not. Fun fact about people with disabilities that if you make too much money, they don't give you your disability insurance. Right. And that's another thing I was going to say about that. They don't even give you enough money to begin with. Yeah. They really don't. No. They really don't. They don't give a fuck about people. Like, you, 
if you make too much, they'll stop. But yep. what they give you isn't even isn't enough anyway. So it's like mm. now you gotta think to yourself, I gotta hustle some type of way to get the extra money I need to live. You know what I mean? Like yep. to just live. You know what I mean? It's wild. So you know, I just I just I wanted to get your take on that because you know I feel like seeing people who wind up going on disability because they got hurt at work or, you know, just in life or something like that. And then they can wind up being, you know, and they got to go on disability because they wind up in a hospital for a while and all these bills that start to pile up. And now their job is like, oh, you know, low key irreplaceable, basically. Like that guy that was um, at it for a little while and then his wife died. You know what I mean? And all that good stuff. You remember that guy? He, I don't know if you remember that guy. Oh, I don't know if I was there for that. Yeah, well, kind of to my point, right? But he was there, and then, you know, he had to be home for, you know, quite a while because, you know, one dealing with trying to, you know, do everything for his wife before she died and then when she died. And then like now you got to deal with your wife dying and all this shit, and you had to go through that process. And these niggas want you back in the office. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you heard about the girl who had a, who broke her hip, right? That was, uh, then they had, a, had us go back to work. So she broke her hip and she's supposed to be bedridden for like only like two more weeks, bro. Like only like two more weeks. And then she can come into work. They said that if you don't come to work, you're fired. <laughs> I was like, oh, are you serious? Bro, that is, at, bro, that is, that is a lawsuit waiting to happen. You well, understand that? She just that? quit, bro. She just quit. From my understanding. understand that? Yeah. I understand that, but I'm just saying that is a, like, if she let them do that, she could have took this company for a good amount of money. What do you mean? Fucking had cancer and they, and they still told him he had to come to work. I understand that, but he, but like, what I'm saying is, is that if they, if they fired or they fired that woman who had to go basically uh, to rehab or she was bedridden yeah two more weeks until start date or after start date yeah i don't have all the details on this but I mean, that's yeah, just but i'm just saying basically you know this is a situation where it's sort of like a in its own way of discrimination yeah 100 you know I mean? because now you're saying everybody that has legs at this moment is better than you and i'd rather them at this moment because they can walk their ass into the office on a Monday. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, nah, but I I can offer the company something. I'm trying to offer the company something. Yeah. And you spit in my face. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's wild. You know what I mean? It, that now, That's wild. And that's yeah. what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? That's well, what especially about. when people who have disabilities have proven time and time again that they can... That, that doesn't stop them from succeeding you know uh they don't they don't allow it to to con, to like over to be the controlling factor in their life yet yeah, it's a part of them but guess what they're gonna still gonna keep moving forward but it's so hard to do that when the when everything is just roadblock after roadblock after roadblock you know what i'm saying yeah that's a fact man. that's a fact but what I'm happy about, though, is, is that things like marijuana and whatnot are starting to become legal now because 
you know, before people would wind up, you know, now they're home, they're not making enough or whatever and things like that. And then also, you know, they're in pain. You know what I mean? And quite frankly, it's like something like a CBD or a Delta 8 or whatever usually is the answer to that. You know what I mean? And it's not like some, you know, pill popping, you know what I mean? Or freaking... Xanax or something like that. Yeah. You, 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 you know, you smoke a little bit and you calm down. That's all it is. And then, you know, you have people getting locked up all these times. And there's something we talked about on the po- last podcast. Go check it out. Uh, we got a problem podcast, episode three. It should be linked somewhere. Um, if it's not, we probably link in this video back to episode one so you can watch us all the way up to episode three and not episode four, baby. That's right. Come along for the ride. You got to be ride or die. That is what it is. Now, back to what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> sir, 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 sir. Hello. Hey, hey. Calm down. You want me to get the, you want me to get the bone up from under the bed for you? You do that to yourself. There you go. Congratulations. Jeez Louise. Anyways. Yeah. So, it's starting to become legal and whatnot. So, you know, now you got people in jail and whatnot that was in there from times it wasn't legal. And it's like, what are you in there for now? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, what reasoning do you have to still be in there? If what you went in there for is not legal. That's like saying, that's like saying you and your brother playing in the yard and you kick a ball and your mom puts you on punishment for three months because you kicked the ball. She told you not to kick the ball. And then in those three months and month two, your mom figures out that soccer can can make you rich because your son can be an athlete. <laughs> and she's like, all right, all right, y'all. Go out there and kick that ball. Except, except, except for you, Bobby. Bobby cannot <laughs> kick that ball. <laughs> Don't touch that ball, Bobby. Ago, Don't touch that ball, Bobby. Because <laughs> three months ago, no, it's two months ago, Bobby kicked the ball first. <laughs> for every motherfucker who didn't kick the ball. Oh, and now they all kicking the ball in the yard, playing and laughing on the house, literally outside his room, <laughs> kicking balls all over the place, scoring goals, laughing and playing, making signs and shit. <laughs> and Bobby up in the room. <laughs> you know that you know that meme with Squidward <laughs> looking out his window and Pat. Against SpongeBob running by. That's Bobby with the kids playing in the yard, bro. No, dude, SpongeBob and Patrick when they're in the box, and Squidward watching. (laughs) (laughs) They're having fun. Come on, mom. (laughs) Sorry, Bobby. Bobby. Fuck you. No, fuck you, Bobby. Goddamn balls. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, BT Dubs, did you watch Payton Full yet? Bro? No. I have been busy as fuck. I don't have an hour to myself. 
eyes. This man. Who are you looking at? Who'd you look at? The imaginary cameras in my, in, in, the imaginary cameras in my life. You know? Just pull a Will Sometimes Smith. You got a Jim Halpern. 4D or, you know, breaking the fourth wall shit. Like, You got yeah. Sometimes you got Jim Halpert shit like, like. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Any Hoosiers? Um. Uh, what the fuck was I gonna say, man? I don't know, but I'll tell you one thing. Everything that's trending on Twitter right now sucks. <laughs> Bro. We got to talk about the Will Smith match. Did we talk about that? Oh, show? we haven't talked about it yet. It's been a minute, bro. Because we are a week yeah. behind with that. Um, we are a week behind with that. Yeah, guys, I actually want to hear what you got to say first. April 7th, guys. It is April 7th. Tony and his goddamn jet blue ticket fucked everything up. Yo, I don't even want to talk about that. Jet blue, you suck. Hashtag. JetBlue sucks. But no, bro. I mean, I mean, I mean people, people don't know what the hell is going on. So, JetBlue. I'm supposed to leave Monday at 9 o'clock in the morning. Flying from Savannah back to New York City. Well, 6 o'clock in the morning, we get an email saying, your, uh, your flight's been canceled. Um, why? Uh-uh. So, I go to... I'm not, I'm not gonna let that stop me. I go to the airport and I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on here? By the way, they're supposed to be, you know, the help, people who are supposed to help you out, they're supposed to be at their desk at 719. That's when they said they were supposed to be there. Why it was such a specific number, I don't know. But they didn't get there until about, about almost eight o'clock. So we're, everyone in this is like sitting for fucking 40 minutes and the line's just getting longer and longer. And these are all the people who are on this plane who are no longer on this plane because they don't know what the hell is going on in the same position as me and, and my girlfriend. So we're the first people in line because we're very efficient. So we get in line and we're like, yeah, so what happened? They're like, well, you see, your flight doesn't have a pilot and it doesn't have a crew. What do you guys just booking imaginary flights and shit like did this flight ever exist that shit's fucking bonkers and bro so what happened was i canceled my flight i got a flight with fucking south or uh, southwest southwest yeah that flight was smooth as shit later on in that day but that shit was oh by the way i had a lady in line lady also go fuck yourself she was like there's other people who have needs you don't have to take all this time like i have we all have to talk i'm like i'm gonna go bitch listen you should have got here earlier you want to complain i'm trying to get my shit figured out i got here first shut the fuck up i didn't say that you said you I said, said it that to a blind lady no and it said the, to a blind lady <laughs> it was a lady behind me behind <laughs> behind oh. not blind <laughs> yeah <laughs> Take your hood down. You maybe you can hear some shit. No, I actually have on earbuds. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, then that's yeah. not gonna hinder any way anything. Uh, anyway, that was my trip. All right, you do you. 
I'll sit here and talk with her. We'll have a little Tony time. So, guys, how do you feel about JetBlue? Leave it in the comments below. Yes, <laughs> I personally think they also suck. Now, yeah. an airline that I will endorse um, is, I think that was United Airlines. You like United? You like United? They are pretty good. Okay. They're pretty good. Um, yeah. Okay. No, I, yeah, I, I, flew, I flew for on Will Southwest Smith. for the first time. Was that? Will Smith. Okay, back to back Will Smith. Story. Will Smith's Mac. Well, how do you feel about that? You, you don't, so you don't you don't want to tell your Southwest story? No, no, no. Southwest. I'm just saying Southwest is nice too. I like Southwest. Fly Southwest. Wow. <laughs> Sponsor us. Anyways. <laughs> Imagine we get sponsored by the whole airline. How wild would that be, bro? That'd be freaking... Oh, guys, please. If you guys really... Yo, if the internet is really that powerful... Just manifest it right now. (laughs) Manifest it. God, if you can make that happen, sponsor us Southwest Airlines. Came here with Let's be the first, like, group YouTube channel or something. Maybe it already happened before, but I've never heard of it. Let's be the first one. (laughs) Fucking airline. So I'm down. I'm down with it. Oh, and by the way, the uh the lady at where was she? She was at American Airlines. I went up to her and I was she was like, Yeah, there's no there's no flights out for today. I go, uh, are you even going to look? And she was like, I looked all morning. And I was like, Okay, well I guess I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but um yeah southwest came in the clutch honey cinnamon milk with whiskey huh. this shit slaps bro you sip would never that. believe but this shit slap is so good bro so good sip that sip that That's that good shit. Four roses. Hey, who can sponsor us too? No big deal, you know? <laughs> yeah, I got mixed that. I was just straight up shot of whiskey burning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know this because you ain't take that big a sip. But I was going to let you have your little moment, though. <laughs> There's a whole ass cinnamon Oh, shit. The cinnamon stick in the bitch. Sorry for the noise. Probably not pleasant for oh people. My gosh, my okay. okay, listen. Will Smith smack. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you about my grandma really quick. Let me tell you. Okay, about okay, 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 okay. Oatmeal, bro. oatmeal? Fire oatmeal, bro. She used to make this fire oatmeal. Um, and it was old fashioned oatmeal, but she'd season it herself and then she'd slap a whole ass cinnamon stick in that bitch. And be able to take that cinnamon stick up and it would have all the flavors and juices of when she was making it. And this is going, no homo, no homo. Oh, yeah. Homo. Hey, you stuck that stuck shit? That shit. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, I bet. <laughs> oh, that shit used to. <laughs> Shit used to be my favorite part of the morning, bro. That shit. 
<laughs> that shit used to slap, bro. But nah, yeah. So the Will Smith match. The Will bro, Smith match. First off, we're gonna get to it eventually. First off, first off, I you will not catch me putting my hands on out a sick or even arguing with not a single man over a woman that is not mine. I promise you that. I promise. Well, it is his wife. Bro, bro, this woman took that motherfucker on national television to tell him to his face that she cheated on him. And he had to take that shit because she knew that he couldn't wild the fuck out on her. Because you're on camera, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, that is some low-key bro. First to prep me for this. Like, nothing like that. I could have cried before we got in here so that when you told me again, it'd be a little easier. Nah, you had to tell me full force and let me cry in front of you, bro. Like... <laughs> and there's... And you know, the, the anger that you should probably be feeling at that moment did boil up probably to just the sadness because... You know, if you know it, like you weren't, cameras weren't on you. You're blowing up. Yeah. You're you're calling you're calling her out. You're saying some shit that you you know you probably wouldn't allowed weren't probably proud to say. But this man had to swallow yeah. it and feel professional. Yep. <laughs> oh, but then months later, you gonna slap a motherfucker for making a a a, a GI Jane joke? Yeah. For a bitch who fucking treated you like shit. Now nah, fuck that, bro. Yeah, dead ass, bro. You'll never catch me. You'll never catch me. And if you do, that's not me. That's yeah. not me. That wasn't me. I'm not a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> and what to now to go off what you're saying is no, I, I agree with you, but I also think that why the fuck? I mean you're just going on the basis of slap your the whole point of the slap is protecting his wife and you're saying nah i mean she's not even worth protecting because she didn't he treated you like shit right well, she wasn't protecting you when she was putting that nigga dick in her mouth that she wasn't protecting you at all bro <laughs> she even used protection thing. herself <laughs> that ass bro you gotta be worried about that protection bro did she we don't know that ass bro she wasn't protecting you at all, bro. Not a single sword, shield, mallet, fucking nothing. No plastic bro. bag, no nothing. <laughs> she was like a feather, bro. She didn't even try to write a letter for you, bro. She just dead ass let these niggas in your house and fuck her, bro. It was her that's, son's that's her son's friend, bro. They nearly adopted this man. That's a fucking start of a porno. That's wild, bro. It's wild. Yo, the you slap a homie over that bitch? Are you kidding me? You, you and it's not even. It's not even that it's man one. broke, bro. That man broken, bro. He's yeah, broken. well, he. Uh, what was it? Andrew Schultz said it best. He said he thinks he's lost. He thinks Will Smith doesn't have, have an identity. And growing up as an actor, I can see that. Cause he he was so wrapped around the persona of Will Smith, the French Prince, that it kind of just became him. And as he got older and I guess matured, he 
was still putting these roles in. But if you watch any Will Smith movie, they're all essentially the exact same character that he plays. Saying that, yeah, okay, maybe the same character, but who is Will Smith? Is that Will Smith in the movies? Are we just watching Will Smith act and not the character of whom Will Smith is supposed to be? So I think Andrew Schultz said it best. I think he doesn't have an identity and he's very, he's struggling right now to find his identity. Now that side, that put aside, I think him go now hollering completely acceptable. You can holler at a comedian all the fuck you want because you went to their show. Now getting up on stage and then putting your hands on somebody boy nah that's fucked up bro you should never for words you should never yeah. lay your hands on a person who's on stage first of at all the oscars, bro. at the oscars bro we fought so hard to get in that bitch bro what happened to oscars so wider and shit like that and now we finally in this bitch we in he this hope and he will it, bro. gonna get his first oscar yeah you fuck this shit up by slapping a nigga over a bitch that's not yours, bro? Are you kidding me, bro? He already no. apologized and everything by now. Like, if you look it up, he's already done it and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, you know. Yeah, but it, he needed to apologize. He's already got he already right. got kicked out of a film on Netflix. Netflix said, yeah, you're done. I'm not, yeah, I'm not film. You, you shouldn't have did that shit, bro. I mean, I know you already heard it a, do- a dozen times, bro, but... We got to keep it real here. You know it. We all know it. I just got to say it again since we here. You shouldn't have did that shit, bro. That was a bad, that was a bad going. Yeah, it's because one, one, it's not worth it. And two, it's horrible, horrible. It puts him in such a bad light. Yeah. Like, and, and that you sucks because, up, no, it was supposed bro. to be. You fucking shit, you fucking up yeah. the system, bro. And it was supposed you to be working. his night. It was supposed to be his night. You know, I haven't seen that uh the the movie that he was in that he won with where he played king but i didn't see that or richard sorry um i didn't see where he played richard but i know that it was probably a good ass movie because i know that will smith's a good ass actor but to fucking taint that award a a huge award a stepping stone that it could have been and it literally that stepping stone became a ramp and he just slipped and slid down that motherfucker you know it was he ruined it he ruined what the he ruined what the Oscars mean, and he ruined was Oscars right? Yeah. Okay. Watch well, that. I, I like blanked for a second, bro. <laughs> Whoa! I said that I said Oscars, and that shit did not sound right for a minute. And I was like, wait a minute. No, but like that. So he 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 had such a. They actually asked him to leave, bro. The Oscars asked him to leave, and he, he said no. He said nah. What do you mean nah? No, I'm I'm staying right here. Like you like you did something right. Like you know, like slapping that man was the right thing to do. You know, I heard some bullshit online where the guy was like, yeah, or people, lived it up." Yup. I heard some bullshit online where people were like saying that Will Smith had to slap him because he's part of the Illuminati. And if you, if you embarrass him or the wife, you have to go slap somebody. You have to slap the person who did it or some bullshit. I'm like, dude, that's the biggest bullshit I've ever heard. (laughs) 
All right. Also, by the way, love, love to get sponsored by Red Bull. Fire. Separate story. Oh, was, that, was, that, was that fucked up for two seconds? Yeah, you were completely gone, bro. I yeah, got I understand better art. But like, could you hear me at all? No. <clears throat> okay. Nothing. Sorry. Right. When you go, when you go edit, you'll understand. You'll see what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, now nah, <clears throat> I completely agree with you, man. Um, so. Because uh, when you're on stage, I, man, I, you I, have you have a sense of like. You're on that stage for a reason, and to have to have the guts and the balls to be on stage, period, is that's hard enough as it is. And yes, Chris or Chris Rock is a he's a professional, but you don't have just people in that room who are looking at him. You have people all over the world who are looking at him. Right. And to embarrass a man on stage who did not deserve what happened to him, it's right. It's disgusting and it's ridiculous and it's honestly it's atrocious. As an and and Will Smith, by the way, my favorite actor, and having one of my favorite actors ever embarrass and do that to somebody else, well, he just lost so much respect for me, yeah. and it sucks, you know, because I, I fucking love Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what is there not? Well, you know, I guess what. I, what was is there not to love about Will Smith? I, I guess like you know sometimes I guess it comes down to this. Sometimes we all have our flaws, and we can't all be perfect all the time. And yeah, he he just so happened to be in a situation where yes, he may be lost, and now he's lost with a shorty who treats him like shit. You know what I mean? And Who's so, still in love with Tupac, by the way. Yeah, I, it, I, I don't even want to get on the phone. That's right. weird. All I'm saying is, is that, That's... like, I'm saying that when you're lost and you can't even fall back on who you thought is your wife to try to find your way in some way, she mm-hmm. before, you know what I mean? And, you know, now you're, you're X number of years old and... You got kids that are basically grown up, moved out of the house, all these great things. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> you know, you're tr- you're doing like shout out to Jada and Boxwater. Yeah, dead ass. <laughs> but you got <laughs> but you got all these other little things that you're trying to you know spread yourself over. You know, doing roles and commercials and you know YouTube rewinds and you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. this little shit to go be Will Smith, the Fresh Prince, and oh, Will Smith, the Family Guy, and oh, the Will Smith that raps like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was a gentleman and, rapper. Yeah, and didn't curse like, rap. You got to be the Family Guy all the time, and you know, sometimes people don't know how you're doing when you close the doors. Yeah. And I still like to think that Will Smith is still a good man, you know. He felt like, you know, in, in the moment, yeah, it's an emotional move. But it's a long walk. A long walk where you could have just not deci- decided to not slap him in the face. Honestly, you probably wanted to punch you, him you, in the face. You crimped your, you crimped your coat. That man crimped his coat and whatnot. He crept himself and whatnot, went up there, slapped him, and then turned around and crimped his 
and kept his coat up on his way down the stairs. Yeah, because that's yeah, that's the and swagger. Then had, and then had the audacity to yeah, and had the audacity to go from his seat in front of th- thousands of people in attendance. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Yeah. Like, pro- well, I'm telling you, man. Was, I mean, I hate to sound like I'm watching yeah. my pearls, but the profanity of it all at the Oscars, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not shooting shit with the boys. You're you're at a you're at a people in their Sunday best. You know what I mean? You earned your way here. Blood, sweat, little tears. You know what I mean? Like yep. you fought to be on this stage as an actor. And just to taint it, bro. Taint it like that. It's just and, it's and, just a foolish yeah. move. It's foolish. And yo, I, I me out of out of a lot of people, I understand acting emotionally and reacting emotionally because you know, that's how my mom was, bro. I was, I was very, I'm, I grew up and I realized that sometimes you have to take a breath. You have to back away, separate you from what the hell's going on and be like, look, I need a breath and you take a second and I got to breathe and just relax because I know that me reacting to whatever the fuck I'm reacting to right now with the emotional state that I'm in being flustered or angry or just fucking stressed is not a good move. And yeah, it took me a while to realize that. I actually broke my fucking hand because of it. Watch the last episode. He talks about it. Well, of what? About about breaking your hand. Oh, no, what show? The last episode of this show, bro. Oh, I already talked about breaking my hand? Yeah. Oh. I didn't, I didn't know that. So we could probably edit that out, right? We could leave it in. Nah, I'm leaving that in. What are you talking about, bro? I don't think you've under. I don't. Have you watched our videos? Some of that stuff that I'd be like, we'd be like, ah, we'll edit that out. I'd be like, nah, that shit was too funny. I'm keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> and you literally hear us say, we'll edit that out after it. Like, <laughs> oh, it's actually. I watched the first episode, and it was really hard for me to listen to second or to. It's hard for me to listen to it. I don't know. I guess hearing myself is weird. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, Johnny Depp doesn't watch any of his movies. <laughs> what a random fact, bro. <laughs> yeah, it kind of applies here, you know. I'm not calling myself yeah. Johnny Depp or nothing, but that, mo- that motherfucking act, too. Like, they... He went out, he went out with a crazy-ass bitch, yo. Amber Heard, nuts. <laughs> nuts. Yeah, Yo, you want to know something, bro? I'm be honest with you. Probably not. Like maybe, maybe a fair. I'll say a fair percentage of women who are that good of actors are probably nuts. Like you gotta think about. No. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. You gotta think about what it takes. Like mentally, to get to the level they're at, like red carpet events and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like these people, like a Johnny Depp. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to be honest with you, to do some of the shit that you have to do in movies and things like that, shit. Look at Leonardo DiCaprio. He was literally he had to like fucking crawl through snow and shit, and literally like 
You know what I mean? He he literally bled on set what he did to Django. And yeah, that and shit was that. crazy. And he and said he rubbed through. it on that bitch face, bro. A little. Like, that, that was too far. That's too far. I'm just, that's saying, that's I'm far. just saying. I I, I probably wouldn't like yeah. that shit myself. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying he did it just yeah. to sell the scene. Oh, and I you know. think about for her. She had to sell the scene so much that she didn't react how me and you would have reacted if a motherfucker rubs blood on your face. His blood, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't know what that motherfucker has. Come it's like Charlie Sheen had tiger blood. What? So, so you don't know what that motherfucker has in his blood? It could be like Charlie yeah. Sheen, tiger blood. That's crazy. No, Leonardo anything. definitely, you know, probably fucked some crazy women back in the you know, and, Oh, hell yeah. Know, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Probably contracted a couple diseases. Just saying. <laughs> you saying, you saying Leonardo DiCaprio got, got cooties, bro? Saying he got the cooties? I'm saying that he most likely probably has herpes. I probably got the herpes. You know, like, you know, like 85% of people have the herpes. I, I heard that in some way, yeah. shape, or form, right? Yeah. It's fucking crazy, ain't it? And yeah, people try to make a big-ass stigma on them. And I'm like, like, bro, use protection. I got to uh, fucking... That shit hurting right now. All right. We're going to do one more. Let's let's do number 12, man. And then we'll, and then we'll end on... Uh, we'll end on... We got like 15 minutes. We're chilling. Read the topic next. Yes, sir. So, discussion topic. Compared to earlier generations, the small millennial generation makes less when adjusting for inflation. And they face each other with, we, we, you know, face other financial problems like massive student loan debt and those who work minimum wage jobs they see the biggest disparity facts if everyone want to know if everyone wants to know how much money i owe in student loans let me tell you it's a hundred and thirty seven thousand dollars it's not cool not fun it's a whole mortgage payment and I've been paying on that shit for, what do we say? Well, I graduated in 2017. Five years now, that shit has not made a dent. Not a fucking dent. I had 97, what, I got one point to $97,000 in my, my public student, or my private student loans. I've been paying on that shit for five fucking years. Wanna know how much I owe now? $95,000 in student loan debt. That shit makes no sense, bro. How the fuck have I been paying every single month and had that shit not go down? Like, this shit's wild, bro. We're back. Student loan debt. No, no. God damn it. <laughs> fuck. Shit. Um, bitch, this shit's crazy. Now, if any of you know... Sugar mamas want to hook a motherfucker up with some money. You know, 137K will be okay. I appreciate you. Now, I'm taking, so I can't do much. But, yeah. but look, look, <laughs> I'll, I'll be there for you. Out 
and you can talk my ear out all you want. Tony be like, that's hilarious. We'll wait till you're done chewing, Tony. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to wait to eat that because that's way too good. And you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna get real messy with it. Ted ass, bro. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Back to the topic at hand. Student loans fucking suck. Now, what? Who in the right mind? An eighteen-year-old kid. Hey, do you want thirty thousand per semester? Oh yeah. Oh, goody. Huh. Okay. You'll be able to pay that back with a fucking acting degree. I have a performing arts degree and I'm $137,000 in debt. <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> I can't even take acting classes because acting classes cost too much money because I'm paying for my student loans. Biden, get on your shit, man. Fuck! <laughs> Shit, buddy. I, bought, I voted for you for a reason, bitch. I can God, say that because I'm in America. <laughs> imagine, imagine a Russian calling Putin a bitch. Fucking dude, dead in like two minutes. <laughs> technically, technically, he did though, because this man Vladimir Putin, that I said, hey. Anybody who you know comes and interferes with this, like if you send if you send any forces to fuck with this, I'ma fuck your shit up. <laughs> and, 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 and and as you can see, nobody said no truth to that bitch. Nothing. <laughs> we we did other shit to be petty, like cut off the internet. Thank you, cogent, right? Or something, you know what I mean? Like people say, yeah. thank you, cogent, right? Yo, yo, I had somebody in my meeting, but like, or huh? am, am I, I had somebody in my workshop who was working uh, with a person. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, do you, do you, do you. No, now we got to wait for you to stop chewing again. You don't under good, you don't understand how good You don't under good? You don't under good? I don't undergood. I don't remember the last time I've ever undergooded in my life. That's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does undergood even mean? I don't know. But those fucking quesadillas slap, bro. Quesadillas. <laughs> the quesadillas. The quesadillas. Oh my God. Okay, I'm sorry, continue. Case yeah, 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 yeah. Case break yeah, yeah. Um, Nah, so I'm a, I'm a compound on what you was talking about, right? First off, so a certain company that may or may not be cogent, right? Uh, has a policy, you'll come to figure out if you apply, right? To where workers who come in, right? underneath the year uh, tenure do not have their salary adjusted for inflation 
until you hit it. So until you hit one year, you don't get your salary adjusted by 5% to adjust for inflation until the next year. Oh shit, we get a we get a pay raise? <laughs> you get adjustment for inflation. I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But the, you're, what, you're, what you're saying is you have to be here for two years in order for it to happen. Basically. Yeah, that's kind of trash. Um, although what I will say about this company that may or may not be cogent. <clears throat> um, if you're trying to change a position within any company and it's to a higher position you would expect a pay raise right <laughs> well this company that may or may not be cogent tell him tony does not offer a pay raise if you were to move up what you, know, you could be there for five years as a as um as we'll say we'll say um we'll say here. We won't, won't, won't even say what to say a level one. Let's we'll say you're at a level one. You could be there at five for five years at a level one at this co- at this company that may or may not be cogent, and you can move up to a level two. But at level two, you're still getting paid what you were at level one, but you have more responsibilities as number two, and you get a higher. They do give you raise. $5,000. They do so, give you a so raise? I was that may or may not be cogent. At level one, you're making, let's say, well, let's call it $50,000, right? Yeah, let's give a nice even number. At level two, you're supposed to make, uh, let's say, $75,000. Okay, nice little right? even number. Yeah. Now, uh, for some reason in this company that may or may not be um, if you stay at this level for, let's say, five years, as Tony said, and you say, and, and you perform, they say, hey, you do good enough to bump you up. And you go, oh, perfect. I did all this work to try to finally get to $75,000. And they go, well, hold on there, bucko. What you mean? $75,000. Bro, I'm going to pay you. Good job, brother. I'm gonna give you five thousand. You can make up the other ones in your commissions, brother. Bro, well, I will say yeah, it is what? easier to make commissions as a level two, but like, uh, why is Joe Schmo, who came off the motherfucking streets, making seventy five k, when I uh, say the person who was at level one is now making fifty? Five K when he's been here for right. five years, who knows the industry, who's built the portfolio, who has done all this shit. Right. And and then at the same time, right, at this company that may or may not be coaching, um, if you leave once, you only get once. They'll take you back. They really will. Open arms, actually. We've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, Many times. At, 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 the at a company that may or may not be coaching, yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't know. Yeah, we We're just, just we it's, all, in it's all hypothetical, you know. Right, and they only get that time. If they leave again, 
you can't come back. So if I oh. leave, if I leave to come back and apply outside of cogent, right? To apply outside of cogent, so I can get my seventy-five thousand dollars. I leave and I come back. That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we're even. We're not even talking about level three yet. Because there's a whole other level you can go up. But as I was saying, though, or as we're saying, when you get a promotion at a job, you would expect to get a pay raise that's equal to the people who are coming off the street, or actually even more than the people who are coming off the street, because they don't know what you already know about the about the company you have five years experience on somebody who is joe schmo coming off the streets yeah you can make more commission and it's easier to make sales on um it's a level two than a level one and for this hypothetical company that we may or may not be coaching um (laughs) (laughs) i fucking love us bro (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> All I'm saying is, pay the man what he's worth. Hey, that ass, bro. I deserve better. Yes. I've been a loyal man. Loyal. <laughs> Yeah, I had a little bit of, uh, let me test the waters a little bit. But guess what? I came back. Exactly. Yo, homie said, uh, this is making me think about the Jaden Will Smith thing. Because he's been loyal. And she goes out and fucks homie. And is like, hey, what do you mean? You, you're you not breaking up with me. I don't know what you're, you're not going to blow up on me either. I'm just going to take you on TV. Oh, I don't understand. Yeah, like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> I can do whatever I want. I don't <laughs> stipulations like <laughs> just some, vows. It's crazy, bro. So I'm thinking like it's basically like a toxic relationship, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, dude, they don't. The, it's the corporate world, bro. We're in America, and America, most American, most American companies just do not give a fuck about the yeah. employees. When yeah. it's the employees. Who make them motherfucking money? Money, bro. It doesn't make any sense. You would want to make the people who make you money happy. More money. Yes. I I don't understand. You can't be that fucking greedy and expect your your shit to keep going on. Like, I I, I mean, I guess so. I guess you can be because we just bend over and fucking take it. Just keep ramming it in our ass because. We don't, we can't do nothing about it. Bro, dead ass, bro. Hmm. Bro, honestly, bro, I just kind of like try, like, on a day-to-day basis, bro, I just be trying to, like, focus on my world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's all we cause, can. Because as long as, as long as, like, homies is not trying to, like, just fuck up my shit, you know what I mean? Like, you're like it, it, it does maybe on the back, back, back end, but as long as, like, I don't see it happening, you know what I mean? Like, don't fuck my shit up in front of me and then tell me to take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like I don't need an audience when you're fucking me in the ass. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, it's, I don't know, man. <laughs> the craziest part is, is that the, the way they keep you 
is exactly what they were talking about actually in our meeting, I think yesterday, and, and Anthony said it, the people. Everybody at this metaphorical company that may or may not be cogent um, is fucking dope. Like, let's say me and you met at this company and you can see kind of what comes from that, right? So it's like, you know, it, it, it's you can say to yourself, you can wind up staying there depending on, uh, you know, where you are and who you are and how you function and think. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, it's, it's also, it also has this thing where it says to you in this metaphorical company that if you ever do get the chance to move on, you probably should, you know, and that's the thing that you're always battling with in this metaphorical company. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's really tough with this metaphorical company is that like, say you do like the people that you work with there's no promise that if you go to another company that you're going to meet people who are as cool as you are or or is not not i'm not trying i was trying to my own horn there that just kind of came out uh, yeah you're, you're a pretty cool guy no like there's no people there you have the chance of not vibing with the people that you work with which you know when i worked at um and I worked at Paula Dean's restaurant in Savannah, Georgia. And I went to work two jobs at Garibaldi's, which was right down the block. The people at Garibaldi's, I didn't vibe with. I could have made more money at Garibaldi's because it's a fancy white cloth tabletop place. And they had me bussing tables, which at, at, uh, at Paula Dean's, I was serving. So I'm, I was, you know, I, I knew my worth as a, as an employee in a restaurant, I knew how good I was and I knew that I deserved to work as a server. They didn't want to put me in the server because I worked as a server at another restaurant. They're like, we don't want you to be like, oh, you're going to leave us. Well, guess what I ended up doing? Since you didn't give me a server job at both jobs or and since I wasn't a server at your job, Garibaldi's, I ended up leaving because I was like, fuck it. You, I know that I could do both of these jobs at one time, even though I was working 60 hours a week at Paula Deen's and then 20 hours a week at Garibaldi so like a total of fucking 80 hours a week I was fucking working my ass off for that time I still would have done it and I still would have excelled at it because I know who I am and I know how I work when I'm in situations to where I know what I'm doing now I right now I have a fucked up shoulder because of Garibaldi but I had to carry fucking plates or like huge trays full of like 50 pound weights on one shoulder up and down stairs bro like it was Unbelievable! The amount of ridiculous work I had for that job. I don't know where this came from, but it's just coming out right now. Um, That's crazy. But you, it comes down to knowing your worth as as a person, and then knowing, you know what? I enjoyed the people at Paula Deen's because I, dude, the people at Paula Deen's those are lifelong friends that I have. You know, those are people I can go back there and I can say, hey, hi, what's going on? Have a conversation, get a hug here and there, and. You know, genuinely have respect for the people that you work with. Now, mm-hmm. that's what I have here. I have respect for the people that I work with, and I have a, a, a I have at this medical for, at this metaphorical company. At the metaphorical company, yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I have a connection with these people. Now, 
that connection, you know, that familiarity, that comfortableness, it's not promised anywhere else, you know, it's not. And that's where, that's where Anthony kind of hooked up, or, or so-called, um, you know, metaphorical, metaphorical Anthony. Yeah. You know, it's a person who may or may not be called Anthony. We can call him, we'll call him Tony. This guy, <laughs> Tony, who said, um, who said what you said earlier, um, you know, it's kind of what hooks us in. It's like, I work with you and you're a great person. I work with other people who are great people, but we can only take so much as workers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it all ties back to what the topic is. And that is sometimes you got to take a job like that in order to pay off your debts. So now you're just working to pay someone else. Yeah. I mean, you know, one, what is it? <laughs> one fifth of my entire yearly paycheck goes to student loans. Crazy man, and then think of, and now go back to disability. Think about some. Think about you had to go in disability right now. It fuck your shit. It fuck oh your shit. It two thousand dollars a month, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> How the fuck is somebody supposed to survive off of that? You don't. I think it, it, it actually might even be lower than that. <laughs> That ass, it might be it's lower. Fuck your shit, bro. So, like, it's crazy that we live in a world where this is true. And, yeah. you know, I don't know, man. We live in a world know. where try to, it tries to keep people in their bubbles. Like, you are, yeah, you're bro. you're born here. They don't want you to grow. Here. Because, exactly. Because when you start growing, you start fucking up their shit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you got all these fucking white people up at the top going, oh, I don't know what, I don't want you to take my money. Do you know there's, by the way, a little off topic, Tennessee has a fucking law going in place, a bill in place where you can legitimately in having to get, get married to a child. Yeah, bro. This is what these motherfuckers are focused on. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> He's fucking focused on. These fucking pedophiles are are the ones in charge of us, bro. Do you know how many fucking children fuckers are in the are in the are in politics? Probably way more than you even want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know that number. I don't even want to know that, but it's just like I don't want to know that number either. Uh, it's it's disturbing. I, I know. I'll tell you that. Fucking gross people in this world, man. Go the fuck up. <laughs> Marry somebody within five years of yourself, and if that's not working, go walk in front of a fucking train. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. These fucking people are weird, bro. Your beard is weird. Your beard. <laughs> what? MGK won that. I'm gonna let the comment section handle that comment. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna leave it there. <laughs> One of the <laughs> yo, and I'm, I'm, one of, I'm one of the biggest. I'm one of the biggest. I'm, I'm an fan. I want y'all. I'm laughing. I want y'all to know. Hold on, to, I, I want to let them know. I want y'all to know. I'm laughing because he's dead ass. Understand that he's dead ass. We argued about this already. He's dead ass, guys. Look, I'm, I'm now. I'm gonna let you. Love Eminem. Love Eminem. 
But this man made some really, really dad-like jokes in his song. In his two, what was it? Uh, kill shot. Kill shot. Yeah, kill shot. He made some dad jokes in that shit, bro. Like awkward, like, like he went back. I felt like he finally. I felt like he felt like he was being bullied, and he went back to chi- being a child because he made some really horrible, horrible comebacks. The one comeback, oh. Relapse with a bad album. That was, you said, that was two albums ago. That was three albums ago, you fucking moron. Really? Really, Eminem? Really? Really? Come on, bro. Like, I love you. I love you, man. Like, deadass, if you ever, and for some reason, you probably never will ever hear this ever in your entire life. Um, But if you do, know that I love you. And you gave me great childhood. And I love your music. you could have did better i think you could have did research on on mgk and not called him a mumble rapper when you know when everyone knows that he's next he's not a mumble rapper and i'm not not like a huge mgk fan or nothing like that i'm just saying i think you could have did better man i really do you shouldn't let a, a mediocre rapper like mgk actually get the better of you talking like a disappointed dad 100 <laughs> percent Hundred percent. That's funny, bro. Yo, I love the comment section. Handle that. So, <clears throat> how about this, man? What? What? Let's go to the questions and end on those because those usually are kind of lighthearted, right? So we'll end on the question. Okay. What's the question? Hold on, I gotta bring them up. <laughs> <laughs> We're prepared, people. We're prepared. Actually, this was number one, number eleven. Uh, what's up? So, guys, just we're gonna end it here with the thought-provoking questions. Me and Tony left off at ten. We get we're trying to get through five an episode. Um, we started this, I think, on episode two at some level or something like that. Um, and so here we are, on question eleven. Yes. So we're gonna get to. Question 15 today, guys. And so, question 10. I'm sorry, question 11. Do you think crying is a sign of weakness or strength? She says, well, the writer says, I don't necessarily think it is a sign of either. It's simply an emotion that is felt when people feel sad, happy, or scared. Tony, since your mouth is full, I'll start us off. Thank you for chewing in everybody's face. Um, I think I think I can agree a little bit with. I think it's I, I think it's neither, but I also kind of agree a little bit with. It's a sign of strength, and I, and here's why: if you can, if you can openly show that deep of an emotion. Right, but I'm not saying do this everywhere all the time with anybody in attendance. I'm saying like if you're willing to kind of just be that vulnerable with somebody who you know you can be vulnerable with, or at least you feel you can be vulnerable with, then taking that type of leap to cry in front of that person 
is a brave move. And that's why I can say that it's a sign of strength because I want you to know that I too, just like you, am not Superman. I'm not out here. I can't figure everything out. I don't have the answers to everything. And I cry like you do when I can't figure shit out. And, you know, here I am. You know what I mean? Yep. And so, you know, but I also say in its own way that it's neither in, in a little bit because it's also just, if you think about it really scientifically, it's also just an emotion. Just like smiling, laughing, and you know, in this case, crying, maybe. So that's what I think. I think it's, I think it's both. I think it's strength in weakness. Mm -hmm. I think that being vulnerable is a strength. But, you know, it's, it's, it takes a lot of balls to be vulnerable. All right. Because you're showing a weakness. You're showing your, 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 a, a personal weakness. It's a weakness to you, but it's not a weakness to anybody. I, I don't feel like it's a weakness. See, if I was crying, you wouldn't view it as a weakness. I'd be like, damn, bro. You, you would, you'd be more concerned about it. Um, it's hard to put in words because I've cried, you know, everyone's cried. Uh, but I think that being, you know, I'll say quote unquote man enough to cry is better than holding it in because when you, when you hold emotions in, they tend to boil up. And maybe if you don't cry, another emotion bursts off the surface like a volcano. Maybe it's anger. And now you have a negative emotion, you know, because you didn't want to be vulnerable. And now you want to be like, oh, you want to be tough and maybe show that anger is the way to deal with it. When really all you need to do, bro, is just open up a little bit. Be a little vulnerable, not only with people around you, but with yourself. Yeah, I think it, I think it being a, I think crying is a strength in weakness. I, I think that's that's as best as I can describe it. Perfect. Um, I think that was a great explanation. And I guess that brings us now to question twelve: What would you do differently if you knew nobody would judge you? For example. Sell everything, travel the world, and live in flip-flops, jeans, and a tank top. So, Tony, since I started off the last one, you get to start off this one. What would you do differently if you knew nobody would judge you? What would I do differently if I knew nobody would judge me? I don't know, bro. I'm pretty just myself a lot of the time. I guess I'm going to talk about it like as a past you know, past Tony, what past Tony would do is probably would have more confidence in like a bar setting with people, um, like talking to women, opening up, mm -hmm. uh, cause I'm going to be worried about being judged like that, mm -hmm. but I don't have to worry about that right now. Cause I got a girlfriend 
and she lovely mm-hmm. and I love her and she's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, just having the confidence to not care mm-hmm. in situations and not because I don't really worry about being judged because I am an I'm an I am an actor. I I know that people are gonna judge me no matter how or what I do, and I don't even care about that. So even you could you know me in the uh, in the office. Um, at our hypothetical place, maybe, maybe not cogent, um, where I act just who I am. You know, I'll be making goofy ass faces for, in front of you for no reason. And, you know, I don't give a fuck about it. I mean, I, I really don't care. I, I'm me. I'm a hundred percent me. And that's all I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, what would I do differently if I knew nobody would judge me? I bite your toenails. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just nasty. <laughs> I had to think of something the most random ass thing. Uh, you know? It's not even pleasant. Like, I'm disappointed you said that. Bro, just imagine somebody <laughs> off this, bro, just biting the chewing ch- on their feet. <laughs> bro, you know who would do that, bro? Yo, Captain Hiccup, bro. Yo, I can't, bro. The loudest fucking person you could ever imagine in your entire life. Mm-hmm. I'm a good 20 feet away from this fucking person, hypothetically. Um, and I can hear him just talking. But he doesn't just talk. He fucking yells. That's not the worst of it. But really, what really grinds my gears <laughs> is that I... I have ADHD and I don't understand why this fucking person, hypothetically, has their alarm on their phone going off every five minutes of the day. It doesn't make any sense. And sometimes it'll just go off and just keep going off every three, like every 30 seconds. And it drives me fucking insane. Do you understand how hard it is for me to just to look at my screen and know what the fuck I'm doing all the time? Well, but when motherfucker thing, when a, when a fucking alarm goes off, he's going ding, 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 ding. I'm like, huh? <laughs> and then I'll let you describe the worst of it because that's not even the worst of it. That's just affecting me because I am ADD as fuck. Rich, <laughs> let them know about Captain Belch. Okay. Guys, let me preface all of this. Everything I'm about to say, I'm going to base on this principle here. We just finished talking at length about those with disabilities and certain diseases and whatnot and handicaps. Understand that we know and fully embrace the fact that you are born with certain things. And it's not something that can easily be controlled all the time. I can feel for that. Yeah. Right? Um, I would never blame somebody for having what they have by pure genetic. Yeah. That's just ignorance. Yeah. That's just ignorance. Yeah. Now, with that said, you cannot, at least in my own personal view, 
be both a hindrance to a work environment and have the afflictions at the same time. <laughs> I will tell you that let's say this is a hypothetical belcher, right? Because of some sort of gastrointestinal uh, handicap in some way, shape, or form. Now, if he were a man, as I come to realize from, you know, what I'll get into, if he were a man that just had this affliction, right? Yeah. Who I would yeah. realize it. I'd be like, okay, that's something I guess we now cannot control. I'll have to work around that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I agree with you on that. I feel like we. Um, can... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like if that was the only thing, I'd be like, cool. That's just how he is. Yep. Right. Ooh. But you cannot top the belting off with literally. I when I guys, this hypothetical man. When I tell you this fucker is literally yelling on the phone, any phone call you can hear him from. Three cubicles away, four cube, like three rows, and he has phone calls. Rich, they're about they're his on speaker phone. Problem. Yes, but they're on speakerphone, bro. Well, go into go in private. The dude has no office etiquette. I have this hypothetically, you know, of course. Yeah, like you cannot, you cannot have like. First off, do you care about your own privacy? Like you have a whole medical call with your doctor talking about how talking about your gastrointestinal problems. And all the while belching these uh, gastrointestinal problems loud as fuck as well. And then, you know, I, I get to hear that you're you're throwing up at your desk. And and it's like, yo, you can't you can't do all of it at once. You can't all of it at once. Either have gastrointestinal problems, and that's what you got, and we can work with that, or not have a gastrointestinal problem and be loud. And we know loud motherfuckers. Okay, yeah, that's you fine. know like, that's we, just we what with, that is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You can't slot the two together and make a belching blowhorn. You just can't. With with can't. zero office etiquette, I, I don't understand the the, the alarm thing. I didn't even know about the belching thing. Hypothetically, I didn't know about it. Um, uh, I didn't know about the belching. Thing. <laughs> I didn't know about the belching thing until like someone pointed it out, and then all I hear now is the belching, and I I am so far away from this person. Hypothetically, and <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't understand. Has has he never worked in 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 an environment like because but he's a he's a he's a nice person too like it's not like like again the thing is like I, how can you describe him a nice person yeah, I've talked to him a couple times uh, what I've seen from him he's a, cool a conversational dude. person yeah he's a cool dude cool dude he really feel terrible that you have this he's humble he's humble yeah yeah and I feel terrible that you have this affliction you know the, yeah. the, you know burping gagging. Gross. Yeah. 
It's like bro, I, I gotta I you know what bro? I'm gonna say this right now, y'all. And I'm gonna have Tony call me out on it on the Instagram when I do it or after I do it. Let him know. I'm gonna talk to this man. I gotta talk to this man. Cause it's like he's a cool dude. He's a humble dude, right? And you know, he really means well. It's just this is we we gotta I just gotta ask homie, like just yo, get you it's here. I'm just gonna need it like right here most of the time. You don't even have to bring it all the way down here. Just go from here to just maybe about here. Like I can deal with here. And you know, you know what? your alarm, it doesn't need to be max volume. It doesn't even need to be on. Set it on vibrate. Please, please put it on vibrate. I can deal with vibrate. I can totally deal with vibrate. My I've not, I haven't had my my sound on. In like 10 years, bro. Yeah. This shit is stuck on vibrate because why? I don't need to hear fucking ringing. It's not 1999. I don't need to hear it. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. Only alarm I need to hear is the alarm to wake up. Yeah. That's it. And uh, the occasional fire alarm if we need to leave a uh, building that's on fire. I need that alarm too. Thank you. Yeah, bro. But yeah, so <laughs> don't know how bad I wanted to talk about this subject, bro. Not even how we got here. I don't know because I was supposed to be answering what I would do differently if I knew nobody would judge me. But <laughs> here we are, literally judging somebody. <laughs> Oh, are we bad people? <laughs> we, are, we are the actual problem. <laughs> oh my god, bro. We are the problem, bro. <laughs> this is what's wrong. This is what's wrong with me. <laughs> this is what's wrong. Oh, that's so funny, bro. Bro, it's hilarious, bro. <laughs> but, bro, I I would, um, so, in my family, um, I would say I feel like success is something that is demanded, not asked for. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I'll say in some way, shape, or form, it's got me where I am in life. However, also, comma, that shit is an ass amount of pressure. Um, hmm. That's something I've worked through in therapy, and now I I could really give two shits because I'm a lot more comfortable with myself. So that is what that is, and I'm doing what I can do with what I got right now, and I'm doing what I want to do with what I got, right? And so I'm moving on my own accord. However, comma, if I didn't have my own standards that were built from that type of mindset, I would definitely in a second, like, just quit and, like, quit a job, all that good stuff, and, like, run full force into being an author and doing shit like this and all that good stuff because, like, it'd be my own. Like, yeah. this shit right now, bro, we, we've we been, it's almost 930 yeah, you know what I mean, and I, this is this don't this doesn't feel like for me. I edit our videos on the weekend, bro. Yeah, 
just just yeah. for shits and giggles. Like, and I do it for hours, bro. And it's not like work to me. Yeah, like, you know, it does what it does because I still get a little tired or something like that. But like, like when I'm doing it, it's something I want to do. You know what I mean? And so, like, that's what I would do. I would just do full force what I want to do. And, you know, if I if I was allowed to do so, yeah, second, in a second, second, in a in a split second. But what do you think is holding you back? I broke money, bro. I can't pay shit. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. I can't pay shit, bro. I gotta, I gotta save up. I got, I got other goals that I gotta hit before I do all that other shit, bro. I, yeah. I, I gotta. I have a plan. I have a plan, and it has to. It just has to happen. Just, it, it just has to happen, bro. I, I have making the right steps. It will happen. And if it doesn't happen when you want it to happen, that's okay. You know, you have to. Yeah, and I had to tell myself that too. Yeah, you can't. I, you don't know how hard it is to tell myself that. <laughs> you gotta keep walking up the 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 stairs, even if it becomes a you know, a a ramp at some point. You know, gather your steps and just crawl up that motherfucker. I don't give a fuck if it's raining, if it's, if it's fucking snowing, if it's hailing. Grab on a fucking railing. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. Drag yourself up them stairs. Now, I was just metaphorical shit. I just came off the top of my head. I just talk bullshit half the time. Now, I guess this is this beautifully ties into the question thirteen. Oh, only thirteen. Three today, yeah. Do you celebrate the things you have? Do you celebrate the things you do have? For example, not nearly enough. Though I try to live in a state of gratitude most of the time, right now I am working on celebrating my eight-year-old Rusty and Door Dinge Mitsubishi. It is taking a lot of effort on my part. So, since you answered the last one, as I said earlier, I'm learning to try to appreciate the things I have more. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes trying to focus on that goal and whatnot is is not the way, right? And doing shit like this helps that, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, I try to appreciate where I am in life and kind of my percentage, my percentage in my demographic, you know what I mean? And I think that when I realize that I have a blessing in the fact that I can, I had the time to think about myself and who I want to be and things like that and go to therapy and work on myself to be a better person. Um, that is a blessing in and of itself because there are people who don't have that time. They don't have that option to stop for two seconds and think like, damn, what about me too? You know what I mean? I need to come up for air for yeah. two seconds. You know what I mean? And so I got to be, I, you know, I try to be aware of that myself as well a lot of the time. And I don't even have shit yet. You know what I mean? Like I don't have shit yet. And compared to these people, I have everything they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the type of world we live in. And it's, it's, I, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. Like, 
So what is what is your answer to that? Read me the question again. Do you celebrate the things you do have? Yes, uh, I do. Uh, I don't do it as much as I should. Uh, but every morning on my way to work, I on my walk to work on my walk to the train, I listen to music. Right, this is my morning routine. And once I get on the train, I switch the music over to probably, you know, like a rain and a storm or any white noise that I can listen to. And I meditate for, it might be 15, it might be 20 minutes on the train, but I meditate. And always towards the end of the meditation, after I've gathered myself, I say what I'm grateful for. And knowing the things that you're grateful for it lights a fire under your ass you know you it, it really does it, it it keeps you moving and it keeps you putting in perspective what is what why you're doing what you're doing okay it makes you realize that yeah this maybe this does you know you may be in you know in a, in a funk but once you say that i'm i'm grateful to have a home i'm grateful to have a wonderful partner i'm grateful to have family who love me i'm grateful to have this my dog i'm grateful to have clothes on my back you know i'm grateful to have any of these things and you start to learn and you start to think more positively and it is a challenge i'm not gonna lie I, there was a time where i didn't do this and you know i did it i didn't do it and then i did it again but what really, what really makes a difference, and I say this to anyone who's working a job, even you, Rich, you, you need to take a break. Um, even if it's, and but it's got to be a substantial break from work. You, you can't keep putting yourself through the frustrations of the grind every single day because you're you're gonna get frustrated you're going to get stressed you're gonna get stressed to the point where you don't even think that you're yourself anymore and when you do finally have a break when you finally have a relaxation a day to yourself a couple days to yourself where you're not thinking about work where you're not thinking about oh i gotta do this i gotta do that and you take a little bit of stress off your shoulders you're able to let your shoulders fall down and drop. You don't understand what being gracious and having gratitude towards the positive things in your life. You don't understand the power that it has when you are, when you're put in that mindset. It's hard to do it when you're stressed. But when you have the second to have a breath, and know that it's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. Your whole fucking perception just shifts. And it's not easy, you know. It's, it's fucking difficult because a lot of people like to think about the things that they don't have. And they don't sit back and realize, you know, I actually do have it pretty good. You know, I have a house over my head. I have people who love me. Like these things are important and 
A lot of people like, also like to get caught up in materialistic things. Like, oh, I don't have this. A lot of people focus on what they don't have and they need to focus on what they do have. When you focus on the things that you do have, God, the world, the universe, it's going to give you everything that you want. And you got to have patience with that. Not what, what you need. It'll always give you everything you need. Um, and I guess, okay. guys, with that, we have the Problem Podcast. Episode. Five. Four. That's a whole month. Four. The month four. anniversary four. is getting. Four. 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 Millie. On. Jay-Z. Tell her. Fuck nigga. Pay. Me. Uh. Shout out to Lil Uzi Bird. Shout out to Brett Favre. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> I y'all. Uh, see you on Cinco. Peace. Have a good one, guys. Peace. Love yours.